is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. For this episode, I chat with Melanie Brooke, and we cover a little bit of everything from work ethic to what her parents taught her about kindness, how she's gotten better at listening, and of course, her journey to Under Wraps 2, which airs September 25th, and so much more. So I hope you enjoy part one with Melanie Brooke. We're back. I'm Clayton Howe, and today with me on Zoom is Melanie Brooke. Melanie, thank you for joining me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. This is this is an exciting conversation. We're getting into spooky season and Under Wraps 2 is coming out September 25th, which you're in. I want to talk about that, the Disney Channel goodness, and so much more. But before we get to any of that, I want to take it back to the beginning of time for you. What were your entertainment dreams growing up? Ooh, okay. Honestly, I didn't have many. I... <laughs> Growing up, my mom and my sisters were very much into theater, and I felt like I had to be the rebel of the family and be sporty spice. (laughs) So I was was very into sports, and and my dreams were to be a softball player, baseball player, something in that realm. Then I hit around like 11, 12 years old. I started taking singing lessons, and that quickly changed as I got into singing. And singing was sort of my pathway into theater and acting. Um, so, so I would say uh, around my early teens, my, my dreams definitely shifted and definitely became more theater and Broadway focused. What was that? Was there a particular moment, a show you were in, a choir you were singing with or something that had you change your mind? Yeah, you know, I've been asked that before and no. Because um, <laughs> I know a lot, a lot of people are like, yes, this moment I saw this show or I played this <laughs> role and I felt like feeling come over and I'm like, that's so cool and so beautiful and I want that for me. But for me, I think it was more of a slow burn. I was definitely a very shy kid and I think the idea of embodying someone else was very appealing to me as a kid and, and still is, honestly. I always felt more comfortable in someone else's skin than my own growing up. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think that just slowly learning that that could be a thing that I do in life. Like I could be potentially paid to not be myself, <laughs> uh, was, was very appealing to me as a kid. I love, I love that. I love it. Do do you have any mentors or have you had any particular mentors that have taught you any standout pieces of advice? Yeah. Um, in college, my, I, I didn't have a ton of mentors growing up because again, I was very shy and I was never really like, you know, the favorite or, or, uh, the kid that teachers were drawn to necessarily. But in college, I, I went to Wagner college for theater and, uh, an incredible professor of mine named Michelle Pock, who also happens to be a Tony Award-winning actress. <laughs> um, she was the first person to, she basically asked me, she was like, has, has anyone ever told you that you're funny? And I was like, what? No, because I had only ever, I, I thought singing was my thing. And it was, but that was like, in my mind, that was my path. And comedy never really crossed my mind. And she ended up casting me in a little known musical called Rent my senior year. (laughs) And she cast me as Maureen, which was like my first lead at school. And when it came to 
uh, you know, doing over the moon. She sort of just gave me complete freedom and entrusted me in a way that I had never been entrusted before and was like, here you go, follow your instincts. I want to see what you come up with. And I was like, okay. And then I came up with something really fucking crazy. And who knows, like looking back on it, I'm like, was that good? But in the moment, it was a huge turning point for me because it just gave me permission to follow my instincts. And for the time I was like, oh, I, I think I can make people laugh. So that that was a huge, huge moment for me. And, and without Michelle, I'm unsure I would have ever discovered that on my own or it would have taken a lot longer. <laughs> that You're bringing up such a good point about giving yourself permission. I think it's something we can all do more of, <laughs> even in performing, but in life. And the opportunities yes. that come as a result of that are so much greater, it would seem. Absolutely. I think there are so many rules that like have been passed down and that have that we tell ourselves we have to follow when it comes to acting or performing or presenting ourselves in a certain way. And I, I genuinely do think that uh, it's mostly bullshit <laughs> and that, <laughs> yes. and that, that we have to just, yeah, like give, give ourselves permission to be ourselves. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's true. It it is no it definitely it definitely is. Uh, what what did your parents teach you about work ethic? Hmm. Um, my parents were both extremely hard workers, and my dad, you know, my dad was a cab driver, and then he was an entrepreneur of sorts. He started a few businesses that ultimately failed. He eventually took over my mom's dad's failing business at the time and completely turned it around and. He, I still, I don't know if I've ever met anyone who worked as hard as he did. Now he's retired, God bless. <laughs> but he really just, you know, it's not something that we necessarily talked about in our house. It was just sort of led by example. Like mm -hmm. I watched my dad work so hard every day. I watched my mom work so hard every day. It was just ingrained in me that in order to, be able to have a life that you enjoy, like you, you need that work ethic. So yeah, I think just watching my parents was all I needed really. Mm. Along that same vein of, you know, what just witnessing and watching and seeing the um, lessons about kindness. What did they teach mm -hmm. you about kindness or what did you witness? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, my dad is the kindest human on earth to, to maybe a fault. Like he, We'll talk to anyone and like he will just like walk around our block growing up talking to neighbors who and my mom would and my mom is extremely kind too, but she'd be like, well, like we have to go. So like he'd just be talking to a random lady on our block for like two hours about her like marital problems. And <laughs> my whole family would be like, that's strange, but it's not strange. It's he just is an extremely kind person. And I do feel like I also have that thing. I, I love talking to people and I, uh, one of my biggest pet peeves, I mean, who enjoys this, but anyone who is rude, <laughs> I'm no. like, why? why? And I know we all have stuff we're going through, but that's just one more reason to be kind. <laughs> it is. No, it definitely is. And I think that's, well, it's just a good reminder here. I, 
listening. How how have you gotten better at listening? To mm. and this goes into the life path conversation we're gonna have. But anything yeah. come to mind? Yeah, I mean, I think studying and being an actor has made me a much better listener. Not only in acting, but in everyday life, because you know that when it comes down to it, that's really all acting is is listening. So mm-hmm. when you do that for your job, it very much bleeds into my everyday life. I've been told by many friends, like, oh, you're such a good listener. And it's not even like I'm trying to listen. <laughs> I just, that's, I think that's how you really connect with people is hearing them, genuinely hearing them and not, and it's easy to feel the need to kind of relate everything back to yourself. And that's a natural feeling. But I try to challenge myself to listen without the pressure to be like, yeah, and I know what that feels like too. Even though, you know, that's such a natural human response, but I think it's really, really valuable to sometimes just just listen. And there's really some beauty and simplicity in that. Hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what you can actually learn. <laughs> if you right. reading between the lines, so to speak, or just really hearing what someone has to say. They most often they tell you exactly what they're feeling if you really listen. So that's great answer. Yes. I agree. Right. Um getting to uh, you know, spooky season here and under wraps too, um, coming out on the twenty fifth of September. What was your yeah. journey to the show? What a journey. Um, yeah. Honestly, I feel like so many jobs in my life have been through like years of a connection that somehow showed up and I reached out and had to go through a million things to get an appointment. This was a random self tape secured by my rep, had no connection whatsoever to the project, didn't know anyone on the team, just in my inbox, like, oh, a random audition, okay. And it it was just another self-tape and it was during the pandemic. And, you know, at the time I didn't really have much else going on because it was very much pandemic time. And it was very much like you're not leaving your house, you're wiping down grocery vibes. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think in a way that was helpful because I really, any audition I did get, I put my whole life into. Mm. So I remember getting this and seeing it was for a DCOM and I grew up on Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> and me and my sister would watch all of them. So I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I have to like, you know, really, really do this. So I ordered some like spooky, not costume pieces, but just little, you know, decoms are cheesy. Like that's part of it. So I was like, let me lean into this vibe. So I got like some spooky jewelry pieces. Um, like next date them on Amazon. Don't order from Amazon, guys. But oops, sometimes you gotta. Um, <laughs> um, and you know, sometimes you need something the next day. But uh, yeah, and I worked with my coach, Oli, who I always work with if I can. Um, and and it was just a self tape, and I sent it off, and I forgot about it. And then I remember so clearly, like a week later, I was on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I was on the toilet, scrolling through my phone like you do. Um, And and I got an email that said like last minute Zoom callback. And it was 
two hours later. And again, thank God it was pandemic times because before the pandemic, I literally had three jobs at one time in which getting an audition two hours later would not have been possible. Luckily, I was just chilling. Um, So I was able to get it together, get my outfit back on, set everything up. And I had a Zoom call back with the whole team and like Disney execs and like the legendary Disney Channel casting director who I had like read interviews with. It was very surreal. And I felt when I closed my computer that I booked it. And I ended up booking it, but it was a long journey. I had to wait like almost two months to hear that I booked it because of the pandemic. They were looking for, um, they were shooting up in Vancouver. So they were looking for local actors so they wouldn't have to, you know, put someone up for 14 days. And it was this, this whole thing. So it was a pretty grueling waiting process but ultimately I do feel like when it's your role it's your role and I felt like it was my role and ultimately it was (laughs) that's it's so great when you get that feeling in you know in the gut and you just know you know what you know it's so great you know I've also gotten that feeling and have not booked it (laughs) but (laughs) but often that comes down I mean like 99% of the time and on any job it's really it doesn't come down to what you did in the room you could be right up there and then something very tiny out of your control sways it in another direction mm-hmm. but luckily in this case it went in my direction well, I'm, I'm excited i'm excited for it to come out excited to see it this is uh you, joining the Disney, the Disney family and the holiday specials. It's just great. Cause it's really Halloween. Yeah. Halloween has become another big thing. So it's, you know, especially with Hocus Pocus two coming out and everything. So it's just, that's yeah. exciting. You've been listening to entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow entertainment X on Instagram at underscore entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet go to Apple podcasts and subscribe rate and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening.